hello and welcome to Secondhand Film Critics, your favorite source for mildly pretentious, semi-uneducated, and highly unqualified opinions on movies. I am Noah, and I am joined by my um, surfing partner, <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> I didn't know if there was a name for a surfing part, like a, you know, like maybe if you have a bud that you go surfing with. I didn't yeah. know if there was a name for that. My my surfing pal. I thought you were gonna say like a fellow FBI agent. No, I don't know. Eh, or that be a you were gonna partner. use like a name, like uh, like you were gonna be like, my name is Noah Ronald Reagan, Dakota. And this is Richard no, Nixon, Noah State, ex president, like Johnny Utah, <laughs> but it's the ex presidents. Yeah, but I was mean. Oh, that would like, been funny like, too. Like, it has to be like the Midwest states. Noah Dakota and Kayla Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like I don't know if any other states would work as well as Utah for a last name. Montana. That was one of the mm, reasons yes. they came up with that name because of the football player, Joe Montana. Okay. Okay, that's one. I don't know. What the worst would be Texas. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, would, would, would hate to see that. Florida, J- Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, Texas. <laughs> oh man! Wow, Johnny wow. West great, Virginia. Great, great start to this episode right here. Yeah, so today we are going to be talking about the the movie Point Break, which is starring Johnny Utah. That's why we have this whole bit going. That's not very funny at this point, mm-hmm. but. You know, if you if you've clicked on the episode and I'm assuming you've seen the movie um, and that's what we're talking about today. But before that, we need to get into last week's question answers that we got to the question of the week, um, which was, wait, what Pixar character would you most like to see a solo movie about? That's what Mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to skip this segment and get right to the point break conversation, we should have a timestamp in the show notes so you can just skip there. If you don't want to hear this, but without further ado, what answers or answer singular did we get to uh, the question? Zach Smith uh, from the Godfellas pod said, honestly, I would love a Devil Wears Prada style movie featuring Edna Mode as the Meryl Streep character. I think that would be wow. great. I'm here for it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty fun. I think I mean she had one short she had the one short, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't she have a short I think that so. she did? I'm surprised they haven't done anything on Disney Plus like with her, like any shows or anything. I feel like that's like would be a huge win for them. Just easy money. Yeah. Apart from like that would be Dash fun. in that movie, she was the main character we would always impersonate because kids mm. Like, we would run well, around yeah, and she pretend has the we were voice. Dash, but, like, hers was the character that we would, like, make voices of and stuff. Yeah. And Synd- Syndrome's fun, too, because you can just say things, like, really dramatically and be like... I feel like, like we could get, like, even, like, an Edna Mode, like, fashion tips series mm. where, like, it's We are just really good at coming up with Disney <laughs> doing Plus like, series. Yeah, like, a little, like, a bunch of different shorts, like, fashion tips with Edna Mode, and it's, like, three or four minutes. You know, like a YouTuber mm. where they're, like don't do this you know don't wear uh, like this color and superhero fashion like like super fashion or something super fashion with edna mode yeah i think that'd be really fun we got an answer on twitter from madeline and she just said sid which you know is a lot less specific than zach's but no less um iconic i will say sid is a great great character and he is in toy story 3 as the garbage um, so we could maybe truck like person. It is the garbage truck person. So maybe we would get would we get like something in between one and three, or would we get after three? Like where would we put the the show? I feel like in between. Like what happened what to movie. Sid after hmm. Toy Story? Yeah. So he goes to some intense therapy for probably twenty years. Um, <laughs> I would say maybe more. Not sure how long it takes. It would have taken him. He's probably still in it. To get out of that, shake that all off. And then, I don't know, yeah, see what leads him to become a uh, garbage truck driver. I mean, and he looks like he's living his best life, too. Like, he really is. So maybe Sid is actually, kind of gets a bad rap, I gotta say. I don't, I think I we could do like, uh, like music, something mm. with Sid, like where he tells you about like music to listen to. <laughs> 
maybe the show is like about him starting well it's got to have toys coming to life because like that has to be in there maybe maybe like, he starts a band and it's instruments yeah. coming to life that's what well, i was about to say something <laughs> with him in a band that could be yeah exciting. it's gotta be a band like a not school of rock but like school of rock vibes you know or like, like he's teaching toys to play like maybe he has wow. a, a class wow. where he teaches toys to play like Music. instruments and stuff like he gets School little toy Sid. instruments for them and then he's like teaching them to play electric guitar or something like could you picture like you know the penguin guy like learning you know he's like wheezy Wheezy, doing like metal music like he has the other instruments doing it and wheezy's like Like, (laughs) (laughs) that would be really funny oh my gosh wheezy and the pull strings i like it (laughs) we're just handing disney ideas every single episode i know one day they're gonna listen to this podcast and we're gonna make no money from it because we don't have lawyers or anything. Well, so, and Disney yeah. never actually pays the people that uh, give them the content. Wow, so, so true. <laughs> uh, also on Twitter from Ruby, she said um, she would do Kevin from Up, which mm. that yeah. I mean, I think like even just like I don't know about how a movie would work, but just something maybe on Paradise Falls, like the island, Ooh. Um, would be interesting. Maybe even more just about what's like the old guy exploring there maybe just a whole movie about his ex- exploration there that would be um, interesting yeah and obviously kevin would play a part you know you got to have him but yeah yeah what would it be kevin's kevin's adventures in paradise uh yeah that'd be good there you go uh i think we have one more here too so from instagram bryce uh said not a solo movie but the circus from mm. a bug's life that would be awesome that like and i mean i think the flea guy like he could be the center of it you know yeah that would be a good like that could be a good show like the different aspects of the circus yeah and i think like there's i mean like we said last year nightmare alley the best part of that show was the circus so i think i'm all about a good carnival an ethical carnival but a good carnival you know (laughs) ethical and good my favorite kind of carnival That'd be fun. And I think that's an earlier one, too. So, yeah, that's fun. And then Hannah, also from Godfellow's Pod, said Squishy. That is... From Finding Nemo. Yes. Guys, the little, the little um, jellyfish, right? Yeah. There's also a Squishy in Monsters University, though. Oh, yes. I'm assuming You're she's right. saying the Finding Nemo one, though. Mm. Okay, well, well, we'll just... So, the Finding Nemo one... It doesn't talk. Maybe it's like a uh, like a nature documentary, but animated about the sea or like about jellyfish. About Dory's adventures with Squishy. Oh, okay. Like what would you, how would like... she like? Would you get like a little a little leash or something because she can't touch him? But like, yeah, that would be funny. Carry him around. Yeah. Yeah, sightseeing with Squishy, like seeing the ocean sights. Uh huh. And then um, there's the Squishy the, in yeah, Monsters Squishy University. from Monsters University. I Which think we could have like a whole Uzma Kappa like show. Like they do, yeah. they do the Monsters at Work show, and like that's all new characters, and it's still a fun show. Mm. But I think most of the new characters I didn't like as much. So it would have been funny mm. to have like an Uzma Kappa type show with the characters that like we already are familiar with. Yeah, I and I I like those characters in Monsters. Like those, I think they're interesting, um, and they're funny. So, and I mean, it's at his house, right? Like his mom's house. Uh-huh. So like he would obviously be the center of it, you know, maybe, maybe he like starts taking over a little bit. Um, if yeah, it takes like place after the movie, frat life his with dad Uzma is Kappa. also there. <laughs> that would be Uzma so funny. Frat life. Yeah. I love, I like Monsters University. Um, I'm underrated a big movie. Fan. Yeah. I wish Johnny Utah played for Monsters University. <laughs> I feel like Johnny Utah would be a name of a monster. That sounds like a monster. Mm. Thanks everyone for writing in. I uh, those are those are cool. Um, I think we like. I know we said we didn't love Lightyear, but I do think like the idea of getting some spinoff shows that even maybe like Lightyear aren't even connected to this to the world. I mean, I guess they kind of connected it, but it feels kind of separate. Would be kind of cool, like in a way of getting IP like they want, but like maybe less connected to the actual world of the movie cool times well but now we have another we have a movie that's not based on a pixar toy 
to talk about here. Yeah, I was going to say, it's been a while since we've done a We've Never Seen, but we literally just did the Top Gun We've Never Seen. Like, because that was a a combo, I, like, forgot until I was making the run of show, and I was like, oh, we did Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, because I think, what was the one we did before Top Gun? That was was a while ago, and I think I was thinking that was our last one, but you're right, the Top Gun was was actually It was a while ago, that's why I was like... Oh, 21 Jump Street. Yeah, it was like in February. We love or... the cop movies here and the propaganda <laughs> movies that we've never seen. Literally the three we've done. <laughs> well, and a lot of the other ones we've done have like Apocalypse Now is like military. Yeah. Hey, we never saw them. So, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Mm. We're watching them we now. We never influenced by the propaganda. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, so if you've never listened to a We've Never Seen episode, it's pretty self-explanatory. We just... For in the series, we pick movies that both of us have never seen. Usually, big movies or movies that like a lot of people have seen. So it's like kind of surprising that we've never seen them. Yeah. And that this one falls right into that category, um, with like just the '90s action movie, big blockbuster that we just never watched. Yeah, you know? with like big name um, faces yeah. in it, and although I guess this yeah. was like Keanu's break into action, like this was the first action movie he did. But right, yeah. now it's like he's a massive like and this is like one of the ones that he's known for. Uh-huh. It's funny that like Patrick Swayze was actually like the lead actor of this movie when it came out. Uh-huh. And now I think he's definitely thought of as like the supporting. I mean, he is a supporting actor, but they build it as like he was the w- reason to see it, but now I think it's more Keanu's movie from like Yeah. what people have said. So, interesting. So why had you never seen this movie? I guess I don't even know, like, I don't, this might be really stupid to say, but I never, I had always a hard time remembering which one was speed and which one was point break, you know? Okay, that's fair. Like, they feel like they're very similar, like, they're just action movies, they came out, like, around the same time, so I just, yeah, I just never, I never, I don't know why, you know? I These just weren't the kind of movies that we usually watched when I was growing up, just, like, action movies, and then, like, when I got older, I don't really love like action movies aren't what I seek out anyway. So it was it just was something that, you know, I just never never saw. There's not really like a really big reason like there sometimes is or like I have a big story behind it. I just, you know, never watched it until yesterday. So now Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the same for me. I'm a little more surprised that I didn't see it more than you because I know, it's I'm, a bank bank robbery. Heist. It's it's a heist film and like I'm into like surf and skate type stuff too so mm. usually Hang like loose. yeah surfs up baby <laughs> um <laughs> usually though like if those kind of things that i like are in a movie i will gravitate towards watching that movie so but i just like right. never watched this i think it's rated r which is probably why i wouldn't have like been drawn to it in high right. school um, but it seems like something that if I had watched it in high school, I would have really liked it. I yeah, uh, that, that I definitely when I was watching it, I was like thinking that it was surprising that you'd never seen it. You know, uh. yeah. And I think we we picked it. I mean, one because like I said, like we try to pick movies that are bigger, um, that are like I don't. Know, it's hard. And right at this point, we're like we've done like The Godfather, we've done like you said Apocalypse, we've done a lot of big ones. So we we're we're getting to the ones that are more middling. I think at this point. Yeah. Um. And but it's also a good summer movie. You know, it came out in July. We're two weeks away about from the 21st anniversary, actually. Um, wow. I know. Pretty cool. And yeah, I think we thought it would be a good one for a July for a summer release. You know, always trying yeah. to find good summer episodes that aren't just about movies that are coming out right or now. About Jaws I mean, again and again and again. What if we did a Jaws episode every year? That like it was like a tradition. Like, I think the we Jaws could find episode. another way to do a, like do something else relating to Jaws. I mean, we could do Jaws two, Jaws three D, mm-hmm. and Jaws four. We could, you know, that'd be probably a lot. That'd be pretty funny. We did talk a little about about Jaws two in the last episode. Yeah, I watched three episode. of them for our episode last year. Yeah, I don't know if I ever watched the fourth one, but I watched one, two, and three um that's besides the point but yeah that's why i picked it and i think it'll be fun to talk about and just a nice light fun movie but you have a lot of information it looks like here about like what yeah, the making of the movie some. so before we get into some thoughts i think we should maybe 
get some background and learn. We of gotta course. learn, kids. Uh, about so stuff. this is directed by Catherine Bigelow. Have you um mm. watched any of her other movies? I don't think so, but I like know them. I just don't think I've ever really watched them. Again, not movies that I would like seek out. Yeah, so she did The Hurt Locker and I like in Zero Dark Thirty and stuff, and those are like big movies. But again, they are definitely just not movies that I am like, yeah, can't wait to sit down and watch Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> like that's just not my what I'm gonna be doing. Wow, she was an executive producer on Triple Frontier. Remember that movie? That uh, movie was bad. That was a bad movie. Didn't like Ben Affleck die in that movie? Like, didn't he randomly just like die? In which movie? That was ro- in Triple Frontier. Oh, the, I didn't watch the Netflix that. movie. Oh, yeah, I think Ben Affleck died. Sorry, spoilers for Triple Punch. Um, anyway. So she she won the Oscar for Best Picture for Hurt Locker and Best mm-hmm. Director. So she was the first woman to wow. do, win both of those. I have seen that movie. Um, I Iconic. watched it on my iPad when I was working <laughs> in that little closet. The way, the way Christopher Nolan <laughs> intended. I think I watched it, like, the same day I watched Zodiac. Like, I watched Hurt Locker and wow. Zodiac those back are some, to back. Those are, that's a heavy day. Heavy day. Too bad I didn't watch Point Break. That would have been um, much more fun. But Point Break is that one That would have of been her... a nice break in the mood. It was her second film. So the first one she had made was Blue... No. Blue Steel. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah, I think it was her second film, um, like, uh, Blue Steel solo directing. Um, okay. That makes sense. I think sense, she then. co-directed the other movie. I could be wrong, gotcha. but I was pretty sure no, I read that That today. sounds right. I think I saw that. Yeah. Um, so they... we're, we're, we do great research <laughs> on, this, on this podcast. <laughs> So they before she came onto the project, they almost made this movie in 1986 with a different different director, different mm-hmm. studio, different script, different um, actor. I'm gonna have you guess. There were okay. five different actors that were in the running for this. You said you maybe know mm-hmm. one I know or two three of, of them. I think. Okay, and I then there was three. a different. Maybe guess others. There was a different director slated. Do you know who the director okay. was? Was the director Ridley Scott? Yep. So okay, Ridley cool. Scott was supposed to love direct. That, Lo- that would have been wild. That, that would have been, been wild, so wild. wild. Movie. I'd love to see uh, his version of it and what that was supposed to be. Okay, so hit me with the uh, actors. Okay, well, Matthew Broderick's one uh-huh. of them, right? Yeah. Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. He was a front runner for a while. I mean, I, that's one of the ones I can, out of the list that I know, that's like the only one I can see. Um, I know Charlie Sheen. Right? Is he maybe one? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. that's and three. Then so the other ones, the other ones, I might more. have to just guess. Yeah, one um, I, one is like way out of left field, but I think you could okay, guess. Well, the, out of left field, I'm gonna guess Dustin Hoffman. No, that would be fun though. <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been funny. Um, Jim, this is too early for Jim Carrey, right? Uh, I'll 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 guess one more, and then you can tell me. Let me see. There's one that's like. Makes a hundred percent total sense. So if Kurt you think, Russell, no, that wouldn't have oh, been too bummer. bad. I feel like he would be better for the other character, for Patrick Swayze's character, though. Uh huh. You know, this but, other, okay, who per- are the other two? okay. So Val Kilmer. Um, oh yeah, and I think course. he could have been in either role, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that would have been interesting. And then the sure. one that's out of left field is Willem Dafoe. Was apparently con- in the <laughs> in consideration. That would have been so funny. <laughs> How weird would that, that have been? been? Wow. <laughs> wow. So that's to that play so Johnny funny. Utah, obviously Keanu's character. Um, I feel like Willem Dafoe, maybe like five years ago, would have been good in the other cop role. Ah, uh, like yeah, one, like the older cop. Know? Well, they remade yeah. this movie. Five years I know, ago. 2015. 20, they didn't cast Willem Dafoe, though. No, yeah. I heard that it's really bad. It's also on HBO, so maybe it we should have watched it. I had it. to double check. I was like, which one is this? Which one are we watching? <laughs> um, So That's she, funny. Catherine Bigelow, came onto the project. Uh, I guess they got the rights to it. Um, She had only solo directed one movie, and then she was married to James Cameron at the time, and they rewrote um like the final version of the script. But they're not credited on the script, so apparently they like almost rewrote the entire thing and the ending and all that. Hmm. But allegedly there were issues with the WGA with them, and so they just like weren't credited. I don't know. It was kind of confusing. Love that for them. But like that's weird. That happens a lot where people don't get credited yeah. for things. 
Um, so hmm. Peter, as we talked about uh, probably ten minutes ago with, <laughs> with Disney, yeah, yeah. So um, it was released on July twelfth, nineteen ninety one, in one thousand six hundred and fifty theater, fifteen theaters, and it grossed eight point five million on its opening weekend behind Terminator Two: Judgment Day, directed yeah, by James Cameron. James Cameron. Right? So yeah, they were competing man. against each other. Um, Very fun. Which is kind Didn't of Didn't he fall... I think he I think he started falling in love with his second wife on that uh, Oh, really? I don't know well. anything about Which James would, Cameron. Which would have been... What a wild, like, wild t- time for them. Wow. Lots of going on. Um, <laughs> so it had a budget of $24 million and the film went on to make $43.2 million in North America and $40.3 million internationally. Um, so $83.5 million was the worldwide, which is pretty good, I would say. Yeah, that's uh, that's very impre- that's impressive. Um, and like, I think for a movie like this, um, where I mean, like you said, Keanu definitely it like had basically one big star when it uh when it was released at the time because Keanu was like just from Bill and Ted at that point and uh-huh. not a big name director. So I would say, and against Terminator Two, like you said, and all those other things, um, it definitely I think did well for what it was up against. Yeah, and not being, like, any kind of franchise, just, like, a totally mm. off. I mean, yeah. that was a little more common, obviously, in the 90s, but still. It was totally radical, It's as they say. Oh, totally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, the movie was originally called Johnny Utah. Uh, mm, it would not have made its budget if it was called Johnny no, Utah. No, and they <laughs> also thought that. Um, and then they thought that the title, like, wasn't about surfing enough. And so when they cast Patrick Swayze, they renamed it Riders on the Storm after the song by Mm. the Doors. Um, And then they were like, well, these lyrics have nothing to do with the film. So we need to change (laughs) the title. It sounds more like a cowboy movie, too. Like Riders on the Storm. Yeah, and if you hear Riders on the Storm with Johnny Utah, you're going to be like, gay porn? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Riders on the Storm. My favorite. Um, so it yeah, wasn't that's, until that's halfway through too. filming that Point Break became the title because of its relevance to surfing. Mm. So it's a great title. I think yeah. it's like see, it's like one of the better titles I think of like an action movie. Like it really works well. And it's I like do agree. Everyone knows that it's like a thing, but it also feels like ambiguous enough that it's just like cool. You know, just like it feels like I don't know. It's a really good title. Whoever came up with that should have got a, a raise. I agree. It's a great title. So they all, uh, Reeves and Swayze and Lori Petty, who played um, the female lead, uh, Mm -hmm. Tyler, Tyler, yeah, they trained with like a professional surfer, Dennis Jarvis, to like Mm. figure out how to surf since they would have to be doing some Mm. of their own surfing scenes. Um, (laughs) And so they said that, or Jarvis said that Patrick had only been on a board a couple of times. Keanu definitely had never surfed before, and Lori had never mm. been in the ocean in her life. So wow. that was what they Relatable. were working with, which is pretty Relatable. impressive because, like, I mean, I thought that they did fine. Like, I'm sure if... No, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about surfing. So, like, they were on the board. They didn't fall. They were through the waves. That's all I feel like. I feel like it looked good, you know? You know those um videos on YouTube where they have, like, a professional person watch movies with that thing? Like, they did the mafia yes. one where the mafia guy... They did a surfing one, and the surfing guy talked about this movie. I don't remember oh, what he what said. What did he say? Because it's been a oh, while okay. since I've watched it. But I do remember watching it. <laughs> but it's a, it, and, it is available. But he spent a lot of time talking about Surf's Up as well and was like, you know, the Penguin movie. Yes, um, of course. Anyway, that's a side thing. Uh, but Swayze <laughs> cracked four of his ribs uh, learning how to surf. Wow. And he refused to use a stunt double um, in, like, anything. So fight fight scenes, car chases, he was one of those guys, Tom like Tom who? Cruise, that yeah. would not use stunt doubles um, if he could help it, you know. Uh, and he also yeah. did all the skydiving scenes himself. And the film's aerial jump instructor found that he was a natural. And so he ended up making 55 jumps mm. for the film. Which Couldn't be me. Couldn't I be me. could never. I would never skydive even once. So, Well, if that was me, I would be like, you know, you have like the chance of like parachutes failing. They have like the percentage. And then after I did one jump, I would be like, okay, what's the percentage now? And I would just like figure out how much 
the percentage would rise. That'd be me. Yep. Um, but I wouldn't go once. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Wouldn't wouldn't make it to fifty five. But he is not the person who does the foot chase sequence. Oh, is that like the one where like the through the all the stuff? Yeah. Like when they run. Yeah, through where the he's okay. running and then Keanu like doesn't shoot at him. Spoiler. Uh, um, yes. Because we can spoil this movie. He he was filming or doing press for Ghost at the time. And so, oh. since his character had to wear a mask, his stunt double did all that those scenes of the foot chase gotcha. because he could just yeah. put on the mask and do the running. And that no makes one sense. Wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, like I didn't know, and especially at that point, you don't you you think it's pretty obvious, like it is him, but also like you don't know which of the people he is, you know. Uh-huh. So I think maybe if I had if like you could maybe like look at it, but especially at the first watch, like it definitely is fine because like he could be of any of those four guys yeah um yeah did you ever watch mythbusters growing up i did not uh, uh i've seen like episodes but I was, we I were didn't like, watch, like mega it. mega mega mythbusters fans like i'm pretty sure we mm. watched every episode of mythbusters possible and mythbusters did an episode about this movie so they did an episode on the scene where Johnny Utah, he jumps out of the plane after Bodie, but he doesn't have the parachute on. So he just like swan dives out of this plane and is like free falling with no parachute to catch up to him. Free falling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, they said that Utah and Bodie would not have been able to free fall for 90 seconds. Oh. Um, as it happened in the film, nor would they have been able to hold a conversation in midair. However, Mm. it was determined that by streamlining his body, Johnny Utah could have conceivably caught up with Bodhi after jumping from the plane. So, Mm. scene was half accurate. I feel like, too, like, that last one is, like, the, the, the least believable. Like, I could believe the other two a little more easier, but that one, wow. Yeah. That's the, imagine. And then my final fun fact for you here is that mm. obviously in the movie Johnny Utah became an FBI agent after a knee injury ended his football career. So in real life, Keanu Reeves was once an aspiring hockey player, and he suffered mm. a serious knee injury and ended his hockey career, and then he became an actor. And wow, Patrick Swayze. Suffered a serious knee injury playing football, and also that helped lead him to become an actor. Inspired by the point they <laughs> broke their knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, though. Yeah. Very relatable um, knee injuries uh, yeah. in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Man. Well, I think it's time then to go to a quick ad break, and then we can get into our thoughts on the movie itself. Talk about Point Break from 2015. No, 1991. Uh, imagine. We've never seen Point Break 2015. I don't think anyone else never has met. ever seen it either. <laughs> no one's seen Point Break 2015. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, cool. So I can just read this quick synopsis here. Then, yeah, for the go movie, ahead. And then we can get into our thoughts. Did you write this or did you find this? I, I wrote it, yes. This is personally all right, all right. penned by my own typing fingers. <laughs> personally typed. <laughs> um, all right. Johnny Utah is a former football player turned FBI agent. He is relocated to Southern California where he is put on the case of the longtime uncaught ex-presidents a gang of bank robbers who wear president masks and get in and out in 90 seconds or less. That's what she said. Utah teams up with... (laughs) I was hoping you would say that. (laughs) Wow. I'm nothing if not predictable, you know. Um, Utah teams up with veteran FBI agent Angelo Papas, whose theory is that the thieves are surfers. So Johnny goes undercover as a surfer to infiltrate the gang. Will Johnny Utah ride the waves of the case to the finish line, or will he get caught in the sea foam going under with his new surfer buddies? Dun, 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 dun. I thought he was gonna die right in, early in the beginning. I was like, man, this isn't gonna be a short film at this point. He was, he was that guy was toast. 
Every time I see that, I'm like, man, the the ocean is dangerous. <laughs> this is why I sit on the shore and read yeah. at the beach. That's what, what I, I thought when ocean. I watched Jaws this weekend. <laughs> yeah, like... between this and Jaws, you're like, wow, look, looks like I made the right choice. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah, we can we can talk about this one then. Um, like like we said, it's from 1991. Pretty, I think, like now thought of as like a more one of the more like influential action films for the recent years in the last 20 years. Um, it's like a lot faster paced and stuff, I think than other action movies from the eighties. Um, like right from the beginning, it's like, it gets right into it. So it's interesting watching it now and like thinking about like, I think like it, like the pace and everything does hold up. Um, and you can tell like how influential it was in those ways. Cause I think like, when you watch action movies from the eighties, they feel a little bit more, I don't know, just not as cool as this. Like, I feel like that's a weird way to say it, but like this movie just feels like a lot more like slick in a way, a lot Mm -hmm. sleeker. I mean, those are basically the same word, but like, it just has a more modern feel to it, which is cool. I think like going in, I didn't know what to expect. I know a lot of people do like this movie, but also like, I'm not the kind of person who would give an action movie like, nine or 10 stars usually, which I know some people like I follow on Letterboxd do. Um, so I didn't like have no really what to expect. And I think it was good. Um, I, I think I expected it to be more about surfing. I gotta say. Um, and I don't know like if that was because I think I knew it was about surfing before I knew it was like, that's the first thing I knew about it, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe years, years ago. Um, and then in reality, it's more like surfing is just like, the B plot almost, or like it's the plot that supports like the overall like bank robbery plot. Um, it's just like an, an element of the story, which you know, I, I and I think like, like we said, Point Break is a cool name, but I think maybe that name also made me think like it was going to be more like surfing based. I don't know, mm. but we can get more into like think my issues with it. But what did you think when, um, when you finished the film? Um, I thought it was pretty baller. Uh, one thing that I would wow really di- diving into the surfer lingo. Uh, one thing that I thought, and this may sound funny, but it's right, is that mm. this is basically a grown-up version of a Disney Channel original movie plot. Like, wow. I feel like yeah. this is exactly what a Disney Channel original movie would do. Like, there's a surfer gang. Uh, they're doing probably not robbing banks, but like they're doing they're, something. What would they be doing? They... They're like maybe robbing the candy store. No, or they're like playing pranks on the teacher. Yeah, like there's something that they're doing. I don't know, biking. You know what I mean? Uh, they go into the lunchroom with their masks on and throw milk everywhere. Start the food fights. Um, start the food fights. Wow, that would be wild. And yeah, then, no, you're right. But you know what I mean? Like, like it feels like a. I Disney mean, Johnny Channel Utah movie. is such a Disney Channel movie name like it that's is. what someone would be named in in a disney channel movie uh-huh a hundred percent i could tell you characters that were named after cities or states in any disney channel <laughs> show they're there i promise but yeah that's that was one of my thoughts is this feels like a grown-up mm. version of that um which i'm fine with obviously uh i mm. think the plot is like just kind of silly and funny and campy in general and i'm totally here for that I think I, like, didn't try to go into it thinking too critically about it. Like, I kind of was just mm. like, all right, let's have a good time. And I had a good time. And those are my thoughts. Like, I don't think it's amazing. I don't know that I'll jump to watch it again anytime soon. But, like, I enjoyed watching it while it was on. And then when it finished, I think I texted you and I was like, Oh, this movie goes so hard. Like it's just fun. Like there's just some fun yeah. stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Um and I I think too when I was watching it, I was getting more into it as it went on, which is like less doesn't really happen usually. For me, I think the start of this movie is actually like I don't know. Like it does start with a lot more surfing, but I think the start actually is a bit does a bit of a disservice cuz it starts pretty like different than it ends you know yeah there's a lot more of like the big action sequences at the end i think like from the moment that he like the big foot chase i think is like where it turns for me Mm -hmm. and i started enjoying it a lot more and i think like maybe if it was paced a bit differently or i think one of the 
we could we're kind of like jumping all over the place but one of like the issues that came a lot where it's like there's a lot of like little things that i think kind of distract from the main plot so i think like the whole like nazi like guys that they try to bust was just like (laughs) unnecessary well they had to have a red herring but it definitely i guess but like it's a lot longer of a plot line than yeah like it could have been quicker and not be like so drawn out right and it also establishes even more like how bad of police they are. Like they're, they're both like just really bad at their jobs. Uh huh. Um, like it's so much. It's so obvious that those aren't the guys. I get. And also, like, is there no communication going on about who is undercover where? Like, are these guys just going undercover wherever they want, or like, did they not check like anything? Well, most most people don't know. Like, if someone in your unit is undercover, you don't know that. Like, you know, but what wouldn't I mean? like, well, they, so they told the guy about the bus. They were like, we're going to bus these guys, but wouldn't like the police chief know that one of their guys was undercover. Like, I just feel like there needs to be better he communication might not. about that. He might not. There needs to be better. Cause it's like, I don't think at least that wasn't their fault that they like, cause how were they supposed to know that there was a guy undercover there? I like, don't know. Yeah. But uh, other than that, like they completely like miss them going in. They're like reading the newspaper and getting sandwiches at like the prime time of the robbery um <laughs> they there he doesn't even change his name when he goes undercover he's like no nah, yeah. yeah johnny utah that, yeah, that'll like, work well it would have been funnier because usually when people go undercover i'm speaking from my expertise of watching cop shows for years usually mm. when people go undercover they choose you choose a name that's similar to your own name so it's mm. like it's not the same but it's not like something entirely ridiculous but I think it would have Jacob been funnier Wisconsin. If, yeah, if he did a name that was like Johnny Utah, but not. Like, if yes. it was, like, you know, Jack, awesome. like, yeah. Colorado, like, something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe he didn't. I don't, I don't, I'm not, that's another thing I'm not clear. Like, I'm not sure, like, how famous he was in college. But maybe he was thinking, like, people might recognize him, like, from TV, like, the games in college. Um, but it was also the 91, so, like, I'm not sure, like, how many people were really familiar with, like, college quarterbacks' faces, so I think he could have got away familiar, with it. Pretty familiar, speaking from a college <laughs> football family. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's why, you know? He just didn't want to risk uh, um, being his cover being blown. Like, wait, that's not you. You're from college. Um, what did you think about some of the performances? Because there's a lot of, like, different types of performances. Like, there's really over-the-top performances in this movie, yeah. and then there's, like, there's just so many different kinds. We could talk about like every single character and they're all doing like a different thing. Yeah, it feels like they're in a billion <laughs> different movies. Um, they are. <laughs> it's I have like a love hate with Keanu's acting style. Mm, like I would say more hate for me. Got to yeah, got to be like, honest. That was one of my I things. I think that he works in some forms and in some scenes and this is I think I said this when we watched the John Wick movie or did the John mm. Wick uh, episode. And there were a couple times in this where, like, just the way he delivers lines, it doesn't feel real to me. I am an FBI agent. (laughs) I don't remember the one. There was one when he was on the beach at the very end talking to Bodhi that he said where he just, like, said something like, come on man and i was like oh my goodness like he's not he can't he doesn't feel like a real person like if he feels like an ai in a movie delivering a line Mm. um yeah which i think is like i think action movie people like that like i think they like him maybe because he's not like i'm just not an action movie person so like i think they are looking for a lot different performances in action movies and like he's definitely has like the angle where he is like he does i think if maybe his line deliveries aren't great but i think like he obviously knows what he's doing as an actor you know yeah i think he's a good actor he's obviously not like a bad actor um but he also has like an element where it's like there's a lot of campy like unintentional comedy you could get which i think are a staple of action movies which Mm -hmm. is why like a lot of the netflix ones like red notice i don't think are like very pop very good because i don't i think that action movies have to know that they can't be taken too seriously you know i think he does walk that line well i just don't really like that kind of movie 
or yeah. like that kind of acting. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I but like, I know a lot of people do, so it yeah. makes sense to me, I guess. I mean, I like laughing at it. Like, I think he's funny. Yeah, it's so like, very funny. I like him in the John Wick movies, and I like when he does those where he's just like, yeah, and then he like punches a guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm here for it. And I it. do think he's, he's good at um the action sequences in this, yeah, too. Yeah, he's, like, he's, the... his physicality is very good as an actor. Yeah, great body language. Um, and like he, in this too, he it's interesting how like it was his first action movie. So he has like a bit of the physicality of later roles, but like he does feel a little more younger, which I think makes sense for his character. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't feel like as seasoned as maybe like in John Wick when he's just like blowing through people, you know? And I think that works for the character too. So I think like his performance isn't. I th- I've seen definitely like dis- I think John Wick is probably I don't like that as much as this performance. Yeah. Um. But I think like Patrick Swayze I think like is a very big ste- scene stealer. Like when he's yes. on screen, it's obvious that like he's just a much better actor. He's, and he's so just going- good. I loved his yeah. character. And I think it's so cool, like how I love movies where like they're the villain, but you never really don't like him. You know, like yeah, or like you're never not a hundred percent against him does like, that make sense the dude like, just wanted to catch a wave like he just man wanted waves, just bro. wanted the the epic wave and he's just trying to disrupt the system um i can give yeah he's that. just he really leans into the whole the surfer vibe and they did a great job with his costuming and his hair like just really making him feel like a real character um i really enjoyed his performance probably the most i think he was really good yeah i i i think too like he really sold it when the one of the their crew gets shot and killed in mm. the like bank robbery because then right. he's able to show like all aspects of the character whereas before he kind of was just like i don't know vibing a caricature like a yeah like he was like, like just like a surfer so then you were able to actually see his like emotional depth to the character mm. yeah and i think when it's those two, like their relationship is definitely the best part of the movie, which is why I think with the other plot lines, sometimes I just, they don't, they, they always just feel like they're like side tracks. Like I just want to get back to their main, which is why I, I think the main thing people praised was like their chemistry. Mm-hmm. And now like the, I mean, like with Top Gun, the, and the homoeroticism yep. and all that great stuff. I think, um, yeah, that's like a, the reason why, one of the main reasons why I think it like hasn't aged badly, like it feels pretty modern in that way. Just their relationship feels really real, which is why the the romantic plot line not my favorite in this movie. <laughs> definitely, definitely could have used a little bit more chemistry if they were trying yeah. to go the rom- romantic plot line way. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought that I, I liked her character. Um, mm. I don't know that she fit into the movie though. So I liked yeah. the way that her character worked. Like she wasn't ever really like super sexualized or anything like that. Like she just was mm. like cool and everyone was, was like, cool. oh yeah, she's so cool. Like that was kind of just the consensus with like all the different guys there was that like she was just cool. Um, mm. And mm. I appreciated that about her and that, like, she – it felt like she held her own and, like, stood up for herself yeah. and wasn't just there as a side piece. Like, she played a part of the plot. Um, I don't know that she fit into this particular plot, though. Like, with the their yeah, whole yeah. relationship with between Bodie and Johnny – and, like, yeah. the way that that kind of functioned, because that was why he was having conflicting feelings about shooting the guy and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. she just didn't fit into all of that. So it felt like it yeah. didn't give her the attention her character deserved, because it kind of just was like, I need to rescue her at the end, which I was like, okay. Like, we were I, cool. I think we they, were cool. They probably could have gotten away with just not having it be a romantic relationship, you know? Yeah, Because sure. I think, like... He seems like he's a good enough, like, I think his character would do the same thing if they were just, like, really good friends, you know? I just don't think they had good chemistry at all. And when you're watching this, I think you're more interested in the chemistry between him and Patrick Swayze. Uh So it's, like, it's kind of, like, just a competing chemistry thing. I think same thing with we talked about in the first Top Gun, where it's, like, this just was, the the, the romantic chemistry in there was just 
so much worse. Yeah, and like that character was a character that I thought was also cool, and everyone was like, "Oh, she's so cool," and then it was like, "Oh, yeah. and we have." But we this. need to have the romance, right? Yeah, yeah. which, which like, I, yeah, I get it, but I also think it's silly. Yeah, yeah, um, and like we said, like it really just I think like it distracts from the main plot, so. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think like the main, the main plot is really him. Like, I guess they are trying to go for like a disillusionment with, um, the system and with like policing. I'm not sure if they like really totally got it, but that's what they were trying to do. And that's, she's not really a part of that. You know, she's just like, yeah, that would be like, that's, she's like just part of the B plot. So it doesn't fit in as well. Like you said. Oh, the, the, the one scene that I laughed so hard at was when they threw yes. the dog. When he threw the dog at him. That was like, why The foot chase just kept getting crazier and crazier. Like, he ran through the house, which is, like, standard foot chase sequence. And mm. then he is, like, just standing there by the door. And it's just, like, boom, pit bull. And then he, like, <laughs> kicks the dog. Which, like, I read Throws that they did it. all this training of, like, throwing the dog into his arms to, like, be caught mm. at the end of the scene. And, like, how they made it all safe and had, like, crash pads and stuff. And then they use like nice. a dummy was the one he kicked, obviously not like a, right. the real dog, but it was just so funny because it just came it out of crazy. nowhere, and he literally was just like waiting there with the pit bull, like I'm just gonna. And pit bulls are heavy, heavy dogs. Like I house sit mm-hmm. a couple like pit bulls, and they like are so heavy. I can't imagine just like picking it up and chucking it at someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but that made me laugh so hard. Yeah, that was very funny. One of my favorite aspects, which I guess isn't like a huge thing, but I really like I, like the the ex president's idea is like one of the coolest like bank robber ideas. You know, like yeah, it's they, really fun. They, it's a really cool like everyone's got their own persona they can play, and then it all it also like ties into their whole like mission, I guess. Uh-huh. But it's just fun. Like it's just a cool th- idea anyway. Like then just having like hockey masks or like yeah, just regular all the same kind ski of masks. thing. If you right, if yeah. you were robbing a bank and were wearing a president mask, which president oh. would you wear as your mask? Hmm. I feel like they took a lot of good ones. Yeah, because like um, you kind of want to do ones that are like evil people. Like I'm not gonna Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna not um, rob a bank in a jfk mask uh but mm-hmm. i would mm-hmm. rob a bank in uh thomas Richard jefferson well, mask we could do uh we could do bush now because that was 91 so mm. they probably i think if this came out more recently they would have done him yeah bush um, is the main one reagan what yeah okay that those are two that i think would be um, i think clinton definitely would good. work too <laughs> like that would be the modern uh, like i i think nixon is always like a very popular like old president yeah. who was a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think Bush would be in there and I mean they're all war criminals anyway, but Bush Bush, Reagan, um Clinton Clinton and, and Nixon. Nixon. Yeah. I think I think at this point, maybe like in fifty years, but like the Donald Trump thing is just too overplayed. Like you gotta you've gotta go in a yeah, different way. Yeah, it wouldn't lane. be as fun now. It's like it would overtake the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think you gotta I think the, and and also it's too recent. You gotta have a little bit of yeah, Bush yeah. is enough. I just thought it was a cool idea too. Like yeah. when they walked in, like it feels like funny enough, but also like kind of like if that happened in real life, they look like scary enough or intimidating enough. Yeah. Um, it really fit the vibe of the movie. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't know what like what I would do though. Like if I had to rob a bank, like what masks I would hmm, use for my team? Like not president ones. Like like yeah. Like else? if I was coming up with a new theme, because I don't want to steal someone else's. Interesting. Theme. Um. Muppets, Muppet masks. Muppets would be really fun. Um, like the Beatles, like each wearing if you had a four-person <laughs> crew, like someone wear. You have Paul to wear like the whole outfits. <laughs> yeah, like the Sergeant Pepper's outfits, dude. Wow. Can you imagine? Dude, let's make a movie. <laughs> Bank robbers who come <laughs> in in the Sergeant Pepper's outfits with like a Paul McCartney mask or a. That would be so funny. That would be, and they have to, and they play like they blast like Beatles songs. Yeah, baby, you're a rich man. They blast. Um, that would be yeah. so good. Um, no one steal our idea. I think, <laughs> I think we're gonna be robbing a bank soon. Hey, um, that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> I know you. You could make the plan, and I'll I'll get the I'll get the outfits. Great. Um, 
Any what other things about this movie? We got another great sports scene, just like in Top Gun. Mm, on the beach. Um, on the beach. Shirtless. Uh, I don't know how they really how they saw the fo- the pretty dark. So interesting how they saw, and also he ran like way farther than a football field when he tackled Patrick Swayze. Like he was yeah. running pretty far. Uh-huh. Um, but still a good scene. I would have liked maybe a little bit of a pullout so I could see like. Yeah, I read that Everyone. he practiced with um like real football players for that scene. Oh. That like I guess wow. he did He, he looked w- good. Yeah, like that because he was supposed to be a football player that he like went right. and practiced with like one of the, I don't remember what team, uh but a team one of like a professional football team and like Right. The Utah people. There's no team, team in Utah. <laughs> wow. L. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> But yeah, that's. I mean, he looked good, and I think it will. It, like, he doesn't have to be perfect because you could just assume he hadn't played in a bit in a couple of years, you know, since his injury. Uh huh. So I think like that. Same thing with the surfing. Like, he's not supposed to be a. He just started learning surfing, so I think it all like looked realistic enough for his character in that way. Yeah. Did you like the ending? Um, like the final like fifteen uh, minutes or whatever. Well, the I did like. I think the overall like when I think about the ending, I think at the. It was a bit long, like weirdly paced, because I think the ending feels like it starts, I guess, when I mean, because, you know, you you know that they know that he's the FBI agent. So that feels like at least the beginning of the third act. But then the whole third act just feels like a really long ending because they have the whole um, airing air dive scene. What is it called? Skydive. I couldn't even think of the word. The whole skydive scene, which uh-huh. is pretty long. And then they hit the ground and then it's revealed i don't know why they had to do the skydiving but then it's revealed that he knows and that they're gonna make him rob a bank and then they have to do the whole robbing bank and then they get away and then he gets the other the police come and then they get away from the police and then they go to the airport and then there's that whole thing at the airport and then you have like the six months later or whatever thing so i did like i think like everything works with the characters and it wraps it up well especially like the last scene I think mm-hmm. wraps it up really well. And I like how it actually, there was a whole another action scene too. Cause they could have just made it them talking, but they like choreographed the whole action scene in the water, which I thought was really good. It just is like, feels a little bit weirdly paced, I guess, especially because up until that point there was really just like this, the chase. But other than that, it was a lot more just like detective work, I guess. So, but I liked it. Like, I think it was very engaging and all of the stuff was really well done and, choreographed the fights yeah i feel the same i like the time jump i think is a little weird between like then and yeah because it was clear that like I, like i want to know how utah got out of the bind you know like cause yeah like how is he still on the force they, uh <laughs> like we're not happy with him and like he a cop got killed and then an agent got a lot killed. of people got killed a lot yeah, of people but, like, died those are the only people no, that yeah, law enforcement right. care about. So it's That's like yes. the fact that but yeah, they like got a long term cop got killed. That yeah. like Johnny Utah would would be well, I guess it's typical of the police force. He got someone right. killed and can just stay in. Uh but yeah. but then he got then he gave up his badge, you know, so he sure take himself <laughs> off the force. Uh but yeah, it was interesting to see like the time jump between then and like when he i guess caught up to him eventually yeah also but and like do you think they would really let him talk to him like alone on the beach like they ha- they found like this big criminal know. and they're like it happens in all the movies and the i shows, mean in the movies yeah the like shows. it works for the movie and they just let them have <laughs> this big fight not, like we'll see I what mean, happens they never would have <laughs> let him go out in the water like that i mean he would have yeah i think even in in real life too like if you got your partner killed i don't know if he would be like up to doing all that six months like especially at least his character mm-hmm. i think like it was interesting because their relationship was so foundational at the beginning i think um and it was a lot i maybe expected that to be more of a central plot line because it's such a like common trope with like the aging cop and like the new rookie kind of thing uh-huh. so it felt like a pretty big deal at the beginning and then he just dies and then it's like well i guess he's I dead know. now it was, i was sad when he died i was like no i know well, I thought I literally I thought he was gonna die at the raid. Like I thought he got shot when he went in the house. Oh yeah. Which maybe thinking about it might have been better for his character. Like it might have been like a good 
moment in the movie to like move his character along and like realize there's consequences. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But it was interesting because like he just died and then they're like, well, six months later, we'll see what's happening now. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. I did like, we didn't even talk about him, but I think like, I don't know who the actor is that played the older cop. Um, Gary, Gary Bussey. That's what it looks like. It is. It is. Um, I, but he was good. I recognize him. What else has he been been in? He's probably been in some show I've watched. Let's see some. He has a selected filmography, so that's pretty big. Well, I know you're a big Piranha Three Double D person, <laughs> so I think that <laughs> you probably recognize him from that. Rookie of the Year. Do you remember? Do you remember oh, Rookie shoot, of the Year? Yeah. What a movie. Great movie. What a film. Wow, these are all like really, really random movies. Hmm. He endorsed Donald Trump, so that's a huge L. He does look like Donald Trump, gotta say. <laughs> oh, he was on Dancing with the Stars? Wow, look at that. Maybe he was on a season of Dancing with the Stars that I watched. Not a Merry Christmas. I bet he's doing it for GAC because they're the new Christmas channel because they're oh. wholesome Christian content. So we oh, can talk about this in another episode. But there's a controversy that certain Hallmark stars have signed contracts with Gak family because they disagree that Hallmark is now doing progressive things like having gay couples in their Mm. movies. And so they're like, it's not wholesome family content. So now like Candace Cameron has officially left Hallmark in case anyone was wondering. But anyway. Wow. I like I I like the update. I'm glad we got the I'm glad for the update. Thank you. Uh-huh. No problem. Um, yeah. This has been your your ep- segment of Hallm- the Hallmark update. Yeah. Um if anyone needs any more Gary Bussy. <laughs> this is where you know when like celebrities are like done. He announced on Twitter that he got a cam that he got like a cameo account and the tweet only got 19 likes. So that's rough. That's rough times. Oh my gosh. He wrote a book called Bussyisms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What it's Bussyisms, Gary Bussy's basic instructions before leaving Earth. It's Bible. It's Bussyisms, Gary Bussy's Bible. <laughs> That, Is it with one S or two? B U S E Y I S M S. Bussyisms. Wow, he had to get a co writer for this one. I've got one for you. Nuts. Okay. Never underestimate <laughs> the spirit. When you are feeling the grace of the spirit, it's okay to be nuts. Okay. All right. Hey, Thanks, wait, bud. I've got another one for you. Hit me. S- sober. Son of a bitch. Everything's real. Wow. What what a mnemonic. Look at that. <laughs> do, do you want another one? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this on the podcast. Um, fart. Feeling a rectal transmission. A bodily function which cannot be denied. Someone bought a book filled with these. I wish you could see these pictures because they're pictures of him with these things on (laughs) him. (laughs) (laughs) Should we post some bussyisms from the pod account? Yeah. um, Freedom, facing real exciting energy developing out of miracles. Seems like this guy is just saying words at this point. Wow. Well, thank you, Gary Bussy, for that for those for great bussyisms. Bussyisms. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your bussyism segment of the podcast. Thank you, everyone. Oh, oh man. my god. <laughs> Might be time to start wrapping up this Please. podcast. Um, I don't. This is a yeah, because there's like not a ton to talk about because it's is like a pretty straightforward action movie, but it also like we said does have so many different things happening like. It, at the beginning, it is a lot more standard, and then it devolves into, like, more of, I guess, closer, like, what a Mission Impossible movie feels like, you mm-hmm. know, now. Yeah. Um, at the end. 
So it, it in that way, I think it is when you watch it, even if I don't know if like it all comes together very well, I think it is very watchable because it has so many different things going on as it goes on. The movie progresses and the performances are, even if like they aren't all great, they're all interesting. I think like we didn't even talk about the police chief. What a, what a character, what a role. Mm. That guy was really going for it. Um, and yeah, there's just, it's, there's always something going on and like there's different things. So I think even if it's not my favorite, I respect it. And I think like, it's definitely like, I wish they made more action movies like this, I guess. Like if they had to make action movies a lot, like I wish more of them were like this and like took chances and did like interesting things, you know? Yeah. Um, and cast people like Keanu Reeves, who like at the time wasn't a big action star, but you know, you're all, always be looking for new. Like, why is Ryan Reynolds like our action star now? Like, what? Who decided that? I don't know. Yeah, he went um, from rom coms to action. Yeah, thank you Netflix. I for think that. we need to to start moving someone else to it. Let's get let's see some Timothy Chalamet action movies. <laughs> I mean, well, because. His only big, like, he was in other movies, I miss, but, like, Bill and Ted was his big one. So, like, uh-huh. is there anyone who was, like, a big, like, comedy person or, like, someone like that who maybe you think could be an action star now? Like, like a, if they, like, next like year. Like, a current they made, like, action po- movie. popular comedy movie? Yeah. Like, or just maybe just not someone who, like, w- is known for action movies right now, but who's, like, known for, like, a movie or two. Jack Black. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's older, but that would definitely, like, if he made a move into action, that'd be pretty crazy. I'm not saying this because, like, I would like it, you know, but I do think Pete Davidson is, like, the same mold, you know? Well, like, it would be the same thing. Okay. Like, if he made an action movie now, that's probably, because, like, he's thought of, like, as a weird, like, a goofy comic. I mean, he does have now, like, the whole dating, like, aspect of him, but he's... I think would be a pretty similar um, pivot for him, like if he made a big action movie in a couple of years. Well, and a lot of comedy, um, like there's a lot of comedies that are action movies. Yeah, like that's true. Free Guy, I mean, with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Maybe like Jonah Hill, like that'd be fun. I mean, he did Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, but like some get him into something like this, like a drama action. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I know Channing Tatum's done a lot. I know you don't like Channing Tatum, but I know he's done a lot of comedy stuff. But I think like he could do like a full, big action movie because like I think in Lost City he had some pretty cool, action yeah. things. Um, and he could probably do that well. Um, yeah, I think he, the the lesson we learned from this is give us more, like interesting action movies with like, more interesting characters and things like that. And like even like the idea of like making this a pretty standard action movie, but also like it's about surfing too. Mm-hmm. We're like, that's just like something you wouldn't expect. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I guess, yeah, we can move to the outro then if you don't have anything else. Yeah. Duh, do you have an idea of a question of the week? Oh, hmm. What would you do to jump out of a plane without a parachute? Nothing. I would nothing, nothing could make me do that ever. Well, especially because like, yeah, no, that's a no. I think like if someone is going to die, if someone is falling to their death, you know, first of all, if they don't have a parachute, they're going to die anyway. So, okay. And even if like there's a chance of them dying, like I would definitely just die as well. Like there's no way that I could save them. So me jumping from the plane without a parachute does no one any good. I think I would pass out. Like, I don't think I would be able to stay conscious <laughs> if I jumped out of a plane. Like, I'm not Without a fan a of heights. Uh, I'm not yeah. a fan of planes in general, Same. like yeah. being in the air. So I just think, like, if I did that, I would just pass mm. out out of fear. Yeah. We could do what, like, rom-com star do you want to see in an action movie? Wow. That would be, yeah, that would go with what we were just talking about. Okay, yeah. That's interesting. Like, yeah, because, well, he was, was he rom-com? I like... mean, he kind of was, like, more teen movies, I think. Yeah. Or what actor, maybe just, like, what actor would you like to see make the pivot to action star? Because mm-hmm. then it could be just, like, an actor. It could be a woman, too, you know? It doesn't have to be a guy. Zendaya could make an action twi- turn. Hey, she did KC Undercover. I know, yeah, that's what I'm, I know. <laughs> that's true, that's true. But maybe in the movie, movie territory. Yeah, what... 
what actor slash actress uh would you like to see turned action star perfect that's a great question and you can answer that question um on our social media reach out to us on twitter instagram or facebook we're just second and film critics everywhere um you can email us the email this is all in the show notes the emails in the show notes you can go to our website you can probably i think you can write something there um or if you're listening on spotify you we have like the question answer feature where you can answer on that so get your answers in to that question and we'll read them in our next episode which is pretty exciting can't believe we're already here summer moves fast what can i say um what's our next episode coming up our next episode will be the number two of our summer of wes so our second (laughs) summer of wes episode uh we will be covering are we revealing what we would be what we're covering did we well i mean because the first episode was bottle rocket and rushmore uh-huh. We can at least reveal we'll be covering Royal Tenenbaums. And you can maybe, maybe we'll leave the audience wondering, like, are they going to do just Life Aquatic? Or are they going to do more than that? You know, leave them guessing. Yeah. Um, but Royal Tenenbaums is probably out of, like, the more re- the ones that will be coming up in his filmography next. The one most people would be excited to listen to. So, yeah, we'll be talking about Royal Tenenbaums at least, if not more, in that episode. So, mm-hmm. um, you guess you have to wait till next Tuesday sneaky, to see sneaky. what we talk about. Uh, i'm excited though i think the first episode is fun and like as we get into his career we're gonna be getting into more in more movies that like i think we like i mean i like i love but like i think (laughs) you like and also i think we have probably more to talk about too yeah Um, plenty and more like stylistically yeah definitely Uh, leave us a review and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform other than that thank you all for listening and until next time I'm Noah, Michigan. Ooh, and I'm Kayla, Ohio. <laughs> and we're and your we're second your second hand film critics. Film critics. <laughs>